0: are back it's your girl lena and your girl just ish and we are mimosas Mimosas with with friends
1: are you ready what's going on tell me what's going on i don't know how you get me to start singing (laughs) that's a new thing it's catching i'm done no more (laughs)
0: singing for me you say that now. Hey guys. Welcome, welcome. You're tuned into your daily. I'm sorry. It's the like liquor. <laughs> weekly dose of brunch. And let's just get into it. Libation of the week. Mary J. Blah. Comes from the auntie, the mother, the goddess, the legend, the high boot. Thigh boot wearer Mary J. Blige. Hey, Auntie. Yes, MJB. So- okay, maybe we want to hit the bop. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, we are sipping on her Prosecco Sun Goddess, and I'm gonna say this is probably her just coming out of that nasty relationship with uh-huh. her ex. And she realized, like, I'm a goddess. And you could literally hear. Good morning, gorgeous. Okay. Sometimes I just wake up and tell myself. Good morning, gorgeous. And I love that we're drinking this today because I feel that this is going to really go well with the episode. Definitely. setting it off.
1: I'm ready to drink. Me too. Let's get to
0: it. You know what's next. Now that we have some bubbly poured, let's do a little cheers and let's get into it. So
1: how was your week? My week has been interesting. Um, I know we spoke last week about, you know, our love journeys. Um, okay. And we spoke about love. We touched base on love. And this week... um. I kind of went into the week with an open mind because you kind of caught me off guard with that last question. Mm. And this week, I kind of, you know, been taking that trail on the journey of dating and accepting and being open to and listening. What what are we
0: getting to? Let's get to the point. What are are you trying to say? I'm on a journey. Listening to the radio?
1: Yeah, I'm on a journey. All right. How was your week? My week
0: has been a good one. Shout out to Quan, my cousin, my little bit cousin. Happy birthday. We celebrated his birthday this week. Um, in Orlando, we rented a house. Well, he rented the house. Big, big things popping. Okay, big things popping, little things stopping. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was just like a great getaway before I go back to work. Um, so I just really had... Time with my family. That's always a family. good vibe. Yeah, it was a it was a good week. So let's let's just let's just roll on. So literally, I'm a little late, but I wanted to talk about this. My right idea, wrong person. So there was a story that I had saw on Instagram. Long story short, this girl con- contracted HIV.
1: I didn't see this story. I I must have been out the loop. See, I've been on a journey. Nah.
0: Literally, people have. I don't really scroll, I'm more like watch people's stories, mm-hmm. and even when I'm watching people's stories, I'm not really watching. Yeah, but there's certain people that I pay attention to because it's like motivational things or things that I want to be aware of. And she posted as long. Paragraph basically saying she was messing with a dude, they were dating or whatever, and she had sex with him. Of course, multiple times. Doesn't Mm -hmm. take one time. Well, sometimes it does. Yeah. Um, she had sex with him, whatever, and ended up going to the doctor and found out she was HIV positive.
1: That's deep. We gotta take a moment. I have to take that in. Yeah. Cause that's deep. It hurt. That's life changing.
0: Yeah, and I feel like I know I have friends that have HIV. Um, that live normal lives, especially if you have the proper medication or whatever the case is. But going into that unexpectedly is scary. And so basically his approach to it was, like, nonchalant. And instead of being sorry or feeling like being vulnerable, like I didn't know how to tell you or whatever the case is, his whole thing was, you put me on blast on social media, what about my family? You wasn't the... You wasn't thinking about your family. You wasn't thinking about your mom, your dad, when you decided to put your little sick-ass penis inside of me, knowing that you had a disease that I could never get rid you don't of.
1: Get, you don't get jail time for that anymore?
0: So you do. So that's why she like posted to put awareness around it. But at the same time, that stuff takes time. And I feel like when it's Black women, they don't really move fast enough. Mm-hmm. So I just felt that... Right idea, sis, trying to find love, be in love. Wrong person is him. You thought you was about to check me because I posted on social media about my life, a choice that she did not get to make. She did not get to wake up and say, today I choose HIV. No, mm-hmm. you made that choice for her. So I'm confused how you have the audacity like to ever think that you're going to check somebody about voicing their feelings voicing their life because it's ruining yours how about the life that you ruined for her or let's big picture who, how we know he was faithful exactly so I just think that goes also back to her like she was speaking about loving herself more you can't like sex is something that yes it's a dhamma a dozen but you shouldn't just be having sex with anybody and everybody and for sure should not be having unprotected sex with anybody in. Just because you're caught up in the moment and things like that, because being caught in the moment lands you in places where you may not be able to come back from. And it may not be no little rashy rash that you could get some ointment. This may be like a long term factor in life that you're never gonna get back. So, as women, Sometimes black men don't protect us. And that's okay. We got to protect each other. Educate ourselves. Educate each other. When you're having conversations with your homegirls, you know, we all have that. Those conversations where we talk about what we do in
1: the sheets. How was it last night? Uh But
0: really, like, pushing ourselves to make sure, like, we don't rely on the guy to bring the condom. Bring the condom. Have your your boxy box by the bed. Right. As you you should. Absolutely. I had to make a little jokey joke because that was really heavy. Yeah, no, that
1: was that was heavy. I I did not see that on Instagram, but again, I've been out of the loop. Um, but that is a heavy, heavy, got to be more careful.
0: But I feel like how you gonna how do you be careful? I feel like this, right? And I'll speak for myself. Once you start being with somebody, you get comfortable, you stop using contraceptives. But I feel like you never know nobody till you know somebody. Like when stuff really hit the fan, that's when you start realizing, like, whoa, this person really may not have my best interests at heart. This person may not really care for me the way I care. And sadly, some of us find out the hard way. Like, even though it's treatable, like you can be undetected. Who wants to take a pill for the rest of their life? Yeah. Not by choice. Exactly. So. was just right idea wrong person and if you're out there living your life live your life right have fun but really really protect yourself that part so something funny that i had saw on instagram (laughs) thank you (laughs) that made me laugh well if you don't know me now you do besties um we are we i'm i am not a smoker i am the friend that if I smoke, I'm about to be paranoid. Like, is
1: it the the Luther Vandross?
0: Yes. Oh, I'm giving very much. Read the much, post.
1: Read the post. I'm trying
0: to find it right now. I'm giving very much. I saw Luther Vandross. <laughs> and I'm about to be like, Marvin Gaye, some Luther what,
1: Vandross. Was it Luther Vandross um, at the smoking or Luther Vandross at the taking? He was the on edible? crack? No, I'm talking oh. about like after you took the uh, 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 edible. It was
0: after the edible because I can't take it. Like, I don't know how y'all be smoking out here. Like, I just feel like when I smoke or if I take an edible, it's just not giving what it's supposed to give. I feel that I'm very much not in control of myself. I'm very much like in La La Land. So it says, I hate smoking with paranoid people. The fuck you mean you've seen Luther Vandross? Yes, I saw him. And he What's was all like, Luther Vandross? I not can- help myself. <laughs> Why well, you was about to hit us with that one? I don't want nobody else to <laughs> let me, and I was doing the disco like this. <laughs> you are shiny, my- snama. <laughs> I was dancing too, so if don't give, don't try to sneak me nothing. Let me be clear: I'm not the one, nor the two, or the three. Count up to that fifth person. I'm not that one either. Okay?
1: No. What? Thanks for that laugh, though, because...
0: Yeah, it started off very dark. It did. It just start off very, very heavy. Remember, you know, one thing I will say our freshman year, well, my freshman year, I got to stop hanging. I need, it. I need to make some friends at my age. Absolutely. Okay, because I'm sick of y'all old. Y'all about to be old. You know what I mean? You about to be old. <laughs> I'm never going to be old. Let me be clear about that. I'm going to be 100, and I'm going to say I'm never going to be old, because old is a state of mind, and my mind shall never be old.
1: You going to be out here still brunching?
0: I'm about to be brunching. I may be at my Pass house.
1: me the mimosa. <laughs> no, that's
0: messed up. <laughs> that's messed up. Um, But I remember my freshman year, I remember BT used to come to Ski Yeah, And they do the wrap it up yep. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like Really just promoting safe sex. I know we be having fun, but safe sex. Because he ain't that fine, sis. He ain't that fine. Nobody is that fine.
1: Nope.
0: And with that being said... Cool. Let's, let, yeah
1: all right let's, let's get in let's get into the juicy stuff so we're gonna start off with the quote of the day and this comes from none other than coco chanel and it says beauty begins the moment you decide to be yourself mm. and i chose that one because i felt like that, I like that that hit uh the point that we're gonna reach today talking about foundation and the importance of self-love and getting to know yourself and understanding who you are as a person before ever inviting others in.
0: I love that. And I feel this is like great because before last week we spoke about the three loves, which is like awesome. Loving someone else, being able to be poured into, pouring into somebody else. But before you can do any of that, like you said, gotta pour into yourself what makes you you what makes you happy why do you love yourself when you look in the mirror what do you see so let's go down that path when was the moment that you realized you didn't love yourself
1: the moment that i didn't that i realized that i didn't love myself the way i needed to Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right um the way i deserve to be loved because it Mm -hmm. starts within yourself um had to have been in my later years in life. So this, maybe recently within the last three years, Mm. um, I was experiencing a situationship and I just had got out of uh, trying a relationship and that didn't work. And then I just was like, oh, you know, I just reached out to this person and because I knew that this person will be at my fingertips. So I kind of use it as a bridge, right? Like I knew what I was doing, but in the moment that I was doing it, I was like, okay, this feels good. Like it's, you know, it's peaceful Um, and it answers every time I call, right? But then it was in the midst of that situation that I realized like, what the heck am I doing? What the hell are you doing? Like, I don't believe in sneaky links because I'm definitely grown. Like, I don't have to lie about anything and I'm not mm-hmm, sneaking to do anything. Mm-hmm. But it was that type of vibe where it was like, I only wanted to see this person at a certain time. No, I don't want to go out. No, I don't want to do dates. Like, I enjoy doing everything that, you know, like, benefited the surface, that satisfied that satisfied the surface. And it was fun and it was great until it wasn't. Right. Um. But it never was. That's the thing about it. It never was. And then I just became uncomfortable. Um, And I remember just asking myself, like, do I love me? Like, why am I doing this? And it wasn't because I caught feelings or anything like that. It was more of my reality of coming out of that relationship where I was disappointed, where I was heartbroken, where I was not trying to face Mm -hmm. the fact of what it was. And I knew that this person will kind of um make me escape what I needed to feel what I needed to understand right so one day the past my ex relationship hit me and then the current situation the current situation ship hit me all at once and it was like do I love me like you left one situation just to end up in another situation but yet you're not being treated or doing the things or getting involved with a man that deserves you mm. and i just had to look in the mirror and i just remember like crying and not good morning
0: gorgeous. it yeah it
1: wasn't a good morning gorgeous thing and i remember we was actually in the city for your birthday and we had took um oh was that the a, night
0: yo i think that was a night you broke down crying and i just and broke, broke I down so crying confused. you was like
1: what's wrong like, like, like are you pregnant like bro. tell me like what's going on uh, and i was just like I didn't know. Like, I just had a moment, like, an epiphany. Like, I can't yeah. be this way. Like, this is not me. Like, I wasn't living me. And it's not that I wanted more from that person because I didn't. But it was at that point where it was like, yo, like, I don't want to keep living this way. Like, I don't want to be... That's, this not me. Like, I'm a lover. I'm a romantic person at heart. Like, right, this whole... I'm dipping and dodging, we chilling, we vibing. Like, that just wasn't me. Like, oh, I felt like I was pretending to be somebody I wasn't. Like, I wasn't being honest with myself. Like, oh, I hit him up, and no, I'm not staying. Like, I'm out. Like, I came and got what I wanted, and I'm out. Like, no, I'm not staying. No, you can't see me in the morning time. No, I'm not going to hit you up after. No, we can't discuss it. Like, I was trying to live this life that I wasn't because Mm -hmm. the reality is that I was hurt, but I wasn't trying to face it. And hurt people hurt people.
0: That's a fact.
1: And so one day it just hit me and I was like, this is not me. And I I can't do this anymore. And at that point, I realized that I needed to, to get back to me. Right. I need to start loving me in the way that I deserve. And it wasn't putting myself in situations where I felt like I couldn't be Aisha as a whole. Did I answer your question this time? You
0: did. You're getting
1: much better. Oh, thank you. I've been practicing. I
0: love it.
1: So what about you? Let's talk about self-love.
0: Um, Like, when did
1: I realize I didn't? When did you realize that you needed to... I wouldn't say didn't love yourself because I don't feel like... But, like, take a deeper yeah. dive into myself. When did you have to take a deeper dive into yourself and revisit the foundation of Jelena?
0: So I know I spoke about in the last episode about toxic love. I feel that it was like around COVID, like when COVID really hit. And my life had to kind of stop. Like, if you, know, if you knew me then or you know me now, I'm very much, my pace is a little bit more slower, much slower than what it used to be. I used to be here. I used to be there, there, here, there, here, there. And then when I didn't have the choice to say, I don't want to, but COVID kind of forced me to sit. You couldn't go nowhere but sit in your house. You couldn't go nowhere but look out the window, draw, whatever, if you weren't working. So when I had to sit with myself and just kind of sit with some of the decisions I made and having to kind of look at a person differently,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that person would be me, realizing like, wow, like I made some, not poor choices, but poor choices like yeah. wow if if i truly loved who i am as a person beyond going out beyond these vacations beyond going to this person's house chilling with this person why do i feel like i continuously have to say yes to things when i'm forced to say no i was also forced to sit with myself and realize like wow i got some issues like i i have a lot of issues where my relationships with others aren't going to work out until my relationship with myself is ready. So that really was—I um, was dealing with, I would say, kind of like two guys at the time, and not really dealing. Like, I don't think I was mentally prepared to be in anybody's relationship. Mm-hmm. Like me looking back then, now I was not ready because I wasn't ready for myself. I didn't have a relationship with myself, and I remember I was talking to one of them, and I were I it, I was like tipsy, but. Uh, I wasn't intoxicated enough where I didn't remember. And I remember blurting out, like, I got daddy issues. Mm-hmm. I've never said that in all of my years of life. Um, that's not something I really talk about with any, with just anybody. And so that was, like, one of my red flags. Like, oh, okay, wait. Something is wrong with you. Not wrong, but something needs to be tweaked. Something, you need to talk about something. Mm-hmm. Then it was... The other guy, I remember like getting to this big argument, and God, you know my heart when I I literally tried to hit him with my car. Like, <laughs> it's not funny. Like, dead. Like, serious. And mm-hmm. then you know you you know you not right in the head when we were
1: supposed to be growing, sis.
0: This is like three years ago though. <laughs> um, I I was growing. That was like I felt very uncomfortable with myself. Like mm-hmm. I felt very uncomfortable in COVID. Like. I'm like, okay, we could still make moves. We could still like I need to do something. Like, no, like relax. Like, I was felt very uncomfortable. And you know you're not comfortable, that means a change is happening. Yeah. And yeah, I remember I, I tried to hit him on my car. Like, I don't know, anything set me off. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know why. I wasn't in control of my feelings. I wasn't in control of anything. And it was it wasn't that deep, but it was a realization of why would you be putting up with this person? Because if they loved you, if they valued you, if they cared about you, you wouldn't have to do these things. You wouldn't have to show up in this way. And I haven't showed up in that way in so long. Mm-hmm. So that brought me back to like my toxic love. And I remember us being in the what's that? The Target parking lot. And you know when you can't say nothing, mm-hmm. and you like how you was. I yeah. was just bawling my eyes out, crying like, and I was just like. Like I, I need help. Like and I know that person was probably looking at me like He had that moment, you, that that, that light tweaking. moment. Yeah, and I, I remember from that day on, I was just I've kind of felt unsettled. It was scary, like that realization of like what the fuck is going on with me? Why am I why do I feel twisted? Why do I feel all these crazy things? Why do I feel like my feet isn't touching the ground? And not that I'm floating in a good way. Like I didn't understand. Yeah. And I had to go to therapy. I didn't have to. I made that choice.
1: That's a choice. Absolutely.
0: And it was not easy.
1: But I applaud you. Yeah. Because going to a therapist, I've tried it. And I feel like I'm talking to myself. Really? So I remember going to go see a therapist back in in college. And I had felt like I had reached rock bottom. Like there was no... Answers I could discover. Like there was so much hitting me at one time. Relationship, family, school. Like I just wanted, like I just wanted to zone out. And eventually I was like, I don't, I don't know which way to go. I don't know where I'm turning. I don't know if I'm going left, if I'm going right, if I'm up, if I'm down. It was just a lot. And I remember going to go see the school therapist. And I was like, yeah, like I want to get out of here. I don't want to. Uh, go to school here no more. I'm from Jersey. I want to go to a school closer to home, blah, 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 And she was really like, okay. What school do you want to go to? Like, she was going to help me with the transfer.
0: But see, I felt that in, like when you think of therapy, it's not like a one-stop shop. You have to find somebody that speaks to you that's going to do... They have to want to do the work as well. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that experience is not one that... Yeah, it
1: definitely wasn't a good experience. Because it was more so like I felt like I was talking to myself. She was black.
0: She was black. She didn't show to be slapped. Like, whoever you are, I hope you're not in that office no more. You deserve to be slapped. And your mother should slap you because she (laughs) birthed you. Because why would you... If somebody is telling you they're having issues, one thing about it you should not be pushing somebody out you should be trying to keep them and figure out what you can do to fix it because you don't know what type of traumatic experience you're sending somebody else into sending them back into an another environment that you're not going to be there to support She's exactly be tight.
1: because there's no better of the, there's no better option than Tuskegee at all so how you should have known I wasn't in my right mind when I said I was trying to get out out of here but I was trying to go to school somewhere else She
0: was doing crack. I'm convinced.
1: So that experience, that first experience, was my last experience ever seeing a therapist. But I have seen a life coach.
0: So I'm conf- not confused. What's the difference between a life coach and a therapist? A therapist. And how was a life coach a life coach if they still living a life?
1: <laughs> Everybody living a life.
0: Yeah, but I need my life coach to be like 100 years old and be like, no, it's like no, nah, I
1: don't know.
0: Uh, I don't so know. for me, me,
1: for me. a therapist made me feel like I had an issue whereas my life coach helped me identify what was causing me to feel like I had an issue like she helped me get to the root of my problems but I feel like a therapist was made me more so feel like that lady was not a therapist, she was a crackhead. But like, this is just what? my experience. This is just she, my experience. Okay,
0: but she's a crackhead because they honestly I'm asking because they kind of sound like the same things to me.
1: But I think if you a have therapist the right one. yeah, a therapist can um can prescribe like medicine. Okay. They can diagnose you.
0: I'm going to the crazy house.
1: But that's a therapist, right?
0: I don't want I don't, I don't and then a life coach is just
1: somebody who's going to help you gui- help guide you through your situations. Okay, They'll gotcha. help you identify them. And then they're just they're just there to guide you, to, to help you figure it out.
0: See, so in my experience with my therapist,
1: she was, she sounded like a life coach
0: to me. And here goes the L-I-R-R again. Ruining lives. <laughs> I need to go to therapy for that. I can't take it. But no, in all seriousness, I remember my first session. And the first session is just to get to know you. Mm-hmm. I said two words and I was already in tears. I didn't know what happened. She didn't say nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's not that she didn't say anything. She didn't trigger me in in any way for me to feel these things but that's when i knew that there was a problem and i don't want to say that i had a problem but there was a wound that needed to be healed Mm -hmm. and i would say with my therapist at the time she asked a lot of questions that made me think and a lot of times you need the tools to think through these things Mm -hmm. to really go back to understand Why, how did we get here? Mm -hmm. How did we get here? Absolutely. And for me, it took a lot of, kind of like childhood, like, whoa, I didn't realize that I felt these things and I continue to feel these things, but I really didn't have anybody to speak to about it. Or I didn't feel that I could speak to anybody about it. Mm -hmm. Fun fact, I did go to therapy in middle school Mm -hmm. because my mom felt like I was mean, (laughs) for real okay she felt that i was mean she was like i feel like you you need to talk to somebody and she was right i feel like that was the right move because Mm -hmm. even then i remember speaking with my therapist who was amazing god rest her soul i remember when she died that really hurt me um and i was able to talk about a lot of things but i feel that as a child because i'm in middle school i wasn't all the way there i wasn't at the point where i could be totally expressive without Mm -hmm. still feeling i have to hold in um but yeah i feel that when you find the right therapist they're gonna be one to listen they're gonna be one to have you think and they're gonna give you goals and push you for instance my therapist knew my triggers how do we get rid of your triggers so you probably should unfollow people you probably shouldn't be following those people on the socials if you know that you mentally emotionally can't handle it. Before you even do that, let's talk about your childhood. Let's talk about your parents. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in doing talking, having all those thoughts and having all those conversations, she really prepared me for where I am now. I I swear, words from my mother, she's still alive. I feel that once I started speaking to her about stuff and just open where I wasn't crying every session. I was Literally, like I was able to show up and see light. That's when my dad came back into my life. Mm -hmm. And it was like we were able to have a real conversation. Not sugar-coated. I was really able to say, this is what hurt me. This is why. I feel that I can't trust a man, any man, boyfriend, friend, because you hurt me first. Mm -hmm. And since we were able to have those conversations, our relationship has gotten better. Reasons why? I was able to actually be in somebody's rel- in a relationship where <laughs> I still have boundaries, but I'm aware of my boundaries. And I know he's probably like, oh, we know about your boundaries. I'm good at saying no now. I'd be like, no, I don't like that. I don't want that. I don't and I'm I'm very good at Shout that out thing. to those sessions. Yeah, because that really equipped me because before I was kind of like what you said. Get along, the go along. All right, I'll pull up, mm-hmm. I'll stay, I'll hang out. But when I stopped being the yes woman, when I stopped being the person to just show up because they never asked me how I was doing, how exactly. I was feeling, exactly. especially during the quarantine days. Everybody mm-hmm. wanted somebody to check in on them. Mm-hmm. But I feel that the people that I had in my life, I was giving, giving, giving as in I will show up for you. Damn near risk my life trying to hang out with you, knowing I shouldn't be outside, but I'm going to hang out with you. But you ain't never checked on me. Yeah. And when I stopped showing up, I watched those people fall out of my life. And yeah, it hurt, but at the same time, I had to realize that when you heal, when you grow, the things that weren't good for you are going to leave. And it's not to say that they're not going to be good for you later in life. Mm -hmm. They're not good for you in the transition. You can't take everything good with you. Like, if the house caught on fire right now, I can't take everything with me. Nope. I can only take myself.
1: And And cash. I hope you're taking cash.
0: You know he going to run out. (laughs) I I don't even got to pick him up, but... These are, like, when I think of where I was, I was in a house that was burning down, Mm -hmm. and when my house was burning down, I was still trying to take the things that were um, familiar to me. Mm -hmm. And when I got to the door, it was like, when you hit the, uh, when you were, like, in, uh, like, a Hunger Games and the games don't stop, every time I hit the door, my hand, like, I'm burning myself, Mm -hmm. because I keep trying to take these things, these people, these feelings into the next phase of my life, and then they can't come. Yep. So what do you do? Let go and let God Save yourself. I had to save myself and in saving myself. And you know me, I'm, I'm not a selfish person, but I'm definitely selfish when it comes to me and how is. I'm very clear. Maybe maybe too clear <laughs> for some of y'all. It's
1: the look at the mic for me. <laughs>
0: maybe I'm too clear, but I'll be like, no, I'm not having that. If I have an issue with you, I'm going to say that. I'm not going to be like, well... Scratch his head, looks left, right. No, like this is the issue. This is what I need. And this is the standard. And that's it.
1: Yep. So you mentioned daddy issues, right? Mm -hmm. And you spoke about daddy issues. And I just want to touch on that just for a brief second, because that is a sensitive topic for me. But I think that that's important because a lot of times we don't realize that those things affect us subconsciously. Um, I feel like growing up and not having a dad, I feel like, well, girl, your father is your first love. So my father being taken out of my life at at such an early point. I don't see me directly saying, oh, I have daddy issues, but subconsciously in relationships that shows up, right? Because my dad was my first love. We didn't really get to build that endless bond. Like it was cut so short. So when I'm in a relationship, I feel like, you know, God doesn't make any mistakes. He took the one man that I needed the most in this world, the one man that introduced me to how a man is supposed to treat you, what love looks like uh from a male that in relationships, it was like, I don't need a man. The love that I needed, it came and it went. So all those years in between then and starting the date, I built up this Demeanor of where it was like, hey, yeah, like I know I'm into guys, I know I like guys, I know I want a boyfriend one day, but not really understanding like what that came with or Mm -hmm. how guard subconsciously was built because I didn't have my dad. And it's like when you first start dating and you had that first boyfriend, you know, you don't really want to run to your parents, but when it's time where your parents is willing to accept that you're dating, um. I feel like as a daughter, you want to go to your dad and ask him the questions about what it's like to date a guy and what should I expect, what shouldn't I accept? Um, and all of these things I have to teach myself. So do I have daddy issues? Yes subconsciously I do because it's always goes back to feeling like I have to come up with my own answers when dating somebody. Um, and for that, my answer always been like, hmm, I don't really need a man. But mm-hmm. if I want to be a wife one day, no man is going to be like, okay, yeah, that's my wife, but she don't need me. So I have to start rethinking things and say, like, well, I might be independent while well, I might do things on my own. And yes, it's been working for me. Like, love is with two people. Um, and nobody wants to feel like you're with them or you're in a relationship with them, but you don't need them. Like, what what, what am I here? for? Well, I, I can agree with that. I don't feel
0: like I feel that I don't need a man or need somebody in my life. I feel that similar to you, my dad was around. He wasn't taken from me at an early age, but it was as if he was non existent for a very long time. Um, We weren't talking for a very long time, especially during the time where I was developing the most, thinking about leaving high school, I'm going to college now, I'm interacting with different people. And now I'm definitely interacting with men more on a friendship level as well. Like how do I set those boundaries? How do I surround myself um, with the right type of people? And then thinking of romantic relationships. I would have loved to be able to ask my dad like, hey, what do I do when a guy does this? Or what do I do when a guy says this? Or like, when do I need to make sure that I remove myself from a situation? having to um, learn those things yourself. self, it's kind of like, it's rewarding, but then it's also like a traumatizing experience. So I feel like all the time I spent trying to undo, trying to unlearn, I could have very, may well have learned those things mm-hmm. from my father. Um, and it took a while, like still, we talk now, love him, hey dad, but it took a very long time for us to get to the point where we talk every day where I, feel comfortable texting him, why I feel comfortable to check on him. Even now I still find myself kind of putting up a wall, but I've definitely undid a lot of the traumas, working through, like we spoke about with therapy, realizing I had daddy issues. um, The drinks are settling in, so I'm trying to remember if I had said what I said back when I said it, but I'm gonna say it again. The time I always, I realized I've always had daddy issues, but I didn't realize it. I just remember in a conversation, I had said this in front of somebody, I was like, I have daddy issues. And you know, in the moment it didn't hit me. But then when I went home and did some reflection, I was like, wow, like, where did that come from? You've never said that ever in your life. Why did you feel that way? So it just caused me to start doing some digging i had to dig get deep within and have to understand that yes my father was the first man to let me down but he will be the last because you have to have control over the things that you can control i can control who i allow into my life i can control what i accept i control my boundaries and in that control sometimes i can find myself trying to control every single thing every single narrative now that i'm what they say you woke i'm woke and my feelings, I'm up, I'm up. I'm, I'm up now. The beast was asleep, now I'm up, I'm up. But um, just really like thinking things through and trying my best to just love me, understanding who I am as a woman. I went from a baby, a baby girl, girl, young lady, and now I'm a grown ass woman, just really understanding who am I? What does that look like to love myself? Just because my dad, I'm not going to say he didn't love me. He probably didn't know how to love me, right? He probably didn't know what to do, what to say to me, especially when you let things go downhill for so long. How do you come back from that? But remember, you can always come back. It's just from anything. It's just a matter of first, you got to sit down with yourself and accept, okay, I may have done this. I may have said this, but now I'm looking more for solutions. So once I realized that, just like, okay, I know how to love myself. What does loving myself look like? For me personally, I love to journal. I like to talk about how I'm, how I'm feeling, where I'm going, things that happen. Sometimes I find myself reflecting on things from the past, not because I want to relive them, but I feel like I may be entering in a situation that's similar. So doing like a compare and contrast. Remember in school, how you had the little um, circle diagram uh-huh. and you had the differences and the similarities in the middle kind of like talking those things out. Also reflecting on the things that I am doing well. A lot of times we try to focus on, oh my God, the bad, or this hurt, or this. No, what am I doing well in life? How was my day? How can I take that one thing that may not have been great? Well, may have been good today. How can I make it great tomorrow? Just having the mindset of continuously growing and evolving as a woman.
1: And celebrating yourself. I think celebrating yourself is very important.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Every day. is these days, living is hard. You know, it's hard out here for a camp.
0: We're trying to make the money for the rent.
1: It's hard out here. They got monkeypox, pots, monkey <laughs> butterflies dying because these new insects that we got to kill off every time we what's, see them. What's going on? What's them lanternflies, they call them? That, yeah, the pine mantis? The you know, pine mantis. It's like these new They Last year, they, was just, they looked like dragonflies this year they look like butterflies no i'm
0: okay i may have i may be lacking there i don't know but
1: maybe it's a jersey thing because we will probably don't have crops, but they want you to kill them because like they eat all the crops up but whatever it's like, <laughs> Me. um we're talking about self-love just it off a little bit the drinks is hitting but um yeah i think it's important to celebrate yourself because these days it just is hard your dollar don't stretch how it used
0: to. The dollar ain't a dollar. The quarter not a quarter. The hundred not a hundred. The twenty is a penny. <laughs> like what's going? What is going on? I asked Five dollars, seven no, dollars, three dollars, four dollars. No, I'ma where two dollars. I at. I
1: drove there.
0: There was I saw somewhere. Was it a Boya? B O L L A. I know. You don't need no
1: gas. You don't
0: know I need mean? no gas. <laughs> but it said it said 99 credit and cash the same. Did I drove drive over there? No, I'm a show shell girl all day if you got t-mobile tuesday they have give you the 25 cents off your gas okay. so i'll be waiting till tuesday i'm up,
1: yeah. on now. up on tuesday. <laughs> tuesday but yeah like celebrate yourself that's so love um, for me yes going to get yes. gas and it's 25 cents cheaper celebrating
0: but i am celebrating myself Assistant got premium now i'd be i'm like god if i got the car at the wrong time show me a sign looks up gas went down 10 cents so that was a sign to keep it and do it. A, I think that's just like a small thing, like
1: yeah, the small things they <laughs> matter. But for me, self love is just taking time to yourself, like right? zoning off from the world and just taking that time and doing the things you love. I'll cook myself a good meal, something that I have just been craving. Um, so I'm trying new rec- recipes. So I'm cooking myself a good meal, watching a movie. Cause mm. Who watches movies these days? If you mean, don't even think we have got time, I do. I love sitting on the couch, watching a movie,
0: a uh, season or something, fall asleep, way back up, start it over.
1: Start back where you left off. To mm-hmm. me, it's self-love. Just spending the day on the couch just being lazy. Not thinking about any of the calories that you decide that you want to eat. Eat whatever you want. Popping open a glass of wine. It got to be the strongest percent because I'm looking. I'm checking. Hello. Love day. I'm trying to be groovy <laughs> and I'm trying to eat. That's all I want to do when it comes to self-love. Take a nice little bath, wind down, um, and just get ready for either the next day or the week coming up. Just depending on... Sometimes I really take a day to myself like during the week if it's like really a long week on my brain, a hard week. But most times it's like on the weekend, I'll find a day on my days off. But I'm like just preparing for the journey ahead because you don't know what's coming.
0: I agree. Like I said, journaling, definitely. Y'all know if you know. You know I love a good glass bottle, tequila, I don't know, something. i uh, just enjoying time with myself or time with others. Sometimes I do like the company of friends, my boo, you know. Um I like to write little notes to myself or my mirror. And I like to repeat them out loud. It sounds crazy. And so when I look at myself in the mirror as I'm saying it, in the back of my head I'm like, I look crazy right now. But it makes me feel so good. So saying those little mantras I have. I love, okay, I don't know about y'all and if y'all do, we're going to put a little poll at the segment. One of my best self-love moments is when I have a party in my house by myself. So what I'll do is I'll find a playlist and sometimes it'll be like Skiggy line dances to get me warmed up. And I'll literally dance and sing had a warm up I literally will sing and dance in front of the mirror for like 30 minutes before I get in the shower. Like I'm twerking, I'm slow dancing. I'm just like- You're ready for homecoming. Yeah, but I'll be homecoming this every day, especially as an educator. I'll be having to like, all right, like let's shake off, shake off any feeling that I'm feeling. Because when I go to bed, I want to go to bed happy. I want to go to bed not having what happened during the day on my brain. So sometimes just dancing and letting it out and letting my body get tired so that I can enjoy that like nice hot shower. I've been taking like a bubble bath in so long because I feel like that's another topic but I haven't done that in a really long time so I'm gonna put I'm gonna write that down to add soak into my list or sometimes I'll chill on the rooftop by myself and just overlook the city and just think of like all the blessings that I have like I said it's sometimes hard to Think about what's going well when there's so many other things happening, bills coming every five seconds, somebody dying, like you said, so many sicknesses. So just like letting those things pass by and brunch. A uh-huh. home lately I've been enjo- enjoying homemade brunches. Cuz I don't have to keep asking the waiter for ketchup, this, that. Because I know I'm annoying, because I like a lot of sauce. So I'm like, oh, can I get a can I get this? Can I? So really like homemade brunches where I can cook and kinda unwind. I do want to get back into cooking. A couple months a month ago. I was definitely cooking, trying new things. Shout out to TikTok. But then the sister got lazy, so then Uber Eats and DoorDash became my best friend. Hence, why my thighs rub a little bit more than they did a month ago. But I'm I'm happy. I love yeah. myself. Yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying every image. That's a fact. Um food be good. Food be so food, okay, wait. There's a difference now, because some of y'all be eating honey buns, Oreos, Cinnabons, because you sad, and you know, you got to get those, those feelings out. When you sad, and you just got to eat, but when you happy, like you had a good day, and you open up that freezer for me, it's a cookies and cream, haagen in there. That's, I'd be like, God, if that's you say that because those things are good like food will really bring joy um, to your life adding joy to your life that's another thing you also want to encounter things that it's not that you make me happy you are my happiness you add to my happiness right you add to my joy It's it's the words like you don't need like how you said how you feel like you don't need a man i don't feel like we need anything in this world besides food water and god right and if you don't believe in God, whoever you believe in, okay.
1: You need them back. Yeah.
0: But like, I want these things because I know that it adds to me as a person.
1: That's a good point. That was that's, That is a really good point. Because a lot of people go like, I need you. Or I need this. And I need that. But the reality is, if you put all of your needs or all of your dependence on these things. On tangible things. Yeah, what happens when they go away? What happens when you don't have it? right you kind of lost yourself in that
0: moment so it's like
1: adding to your happiness is more like okay i'm happy with or without it so if i can't have it then i'm still happy But right. if i have it i'm even happier
0: exactly like you're gonna be happy regardless of if you have these things or not that's what the place you want to be and i think on my journey that was the place i had to get to was all right i'm gonna be happy whether or not this goes right. I'm gonna be happy whether or not I have to say no to this person and they're gonna feel away about it. But just understand I'm still gonna be okay because I made the decision that's best for me. You can't always think about yes, you think about how what you say may make someone feel, but at the end of the day, holding on to those feelings, holding on to those thoughts or what you wanna say is not benefiting anybody. It's tearing you down inside, trying to overcompensate. And they are living in a unrealistic world of, wow, this person wants to do everything for me, blah, 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 whatever the case is. But being able to truly just say no or yes, because you want to, mm-hmm. because it's an addition to who you are as a person. It's an addition of, addition to whatever you already have going on. I agree. Yeah, it's
1: just your words. Your words is truly, take control over your mind like if you say something time and time again you're manifesting everything that you say right so i think another point is when you were talking you said something about letting letting things go um and when you said that i immediately thought to like leave today and today because Mm -hmm. a lot of times people bring it today tomorrow bring today into tomorrow and now you're stressed out double time because you're like now you're adding a, a, a time frame this been bothering me since this day. And every day that is bothering me is just adding up and adding up and adding up and mm-hmm. adding up. And then now you emotionally discombobulated. So I think it's important that when we do talk about self-love, like whatever is bothering us or whatever we dealing with, if it's not something that's in your control, leave it in that day. Like wake up tomorrow with a fresh start knowing that, okay, I can make a change or I can make a difference.
0: Put that on a shirt. Don't bring today into tomorrow.
1: Because today is a new day.
0: Today is a new day. And also have to understand that somebody didn't wake up today. When we woke up, our eyes opened, all your limbs worked. Somebody didn't wake up. So making the best out of the day that's ahead of you. And again, that's not to say neglect your feelings, neglect whatever's going on. But I think just a part of self love is being more. Solution oriented, not always pointing out, well, this is, wrong, this is 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 wrong. Okay, out of all three of those wrongs, what is one solution that we can find to try to make it better? So, always thinking about something i like we say at work, good, better, best mindset. Like everybody, you always say, oh, I'm good, but I don't always want to be good. I want to be my best self. And that's what I strive to do. So
1: uh-huh
0: self-love and I want you to take this away with you be loyal to yourself be loyal to whatever it is that you want to be loyal to if it's your dog if it's I want to be loyal to growing my hair out today I want to be loyal to taking better care of myself and then remember this part your coochie good even if it's not manifest manifested <laughs> What manifested? I'm loyal. I'm loyal. My coochie good. My coochie good. <laughs> when I fry chicken hard, I don't have to double back. It's fried hard the first time. The first time. And everything
1: else you said before. Mm-hmm.
0: That was a long sentence. I'm a lot, okay. but I'm loyal. Mhm. And. And. My coochie good.
1: My coochie good.
0: I fried chicken heart the first time.
1: I fried chicken heart the first time. I'm I don't have to double back. I ain't got to double back. Amen.
0: What <laughs> <laughs> that little TikTok? Even though it's funny, it's true though. Like it's true. It's true.
1: And if it's not true, manifest,
0: manifest it. True. Say that mantra in your uh, mirror tonight. Guarantee you thirty
1: days. You will be frying chicken. You You will not have to double back. And popping it like it's hot. Yeah. Pop it. Well,
0: um, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I know that we make you guys laugh. And then we say a lot of other things. So please like, share, comment, and repost.
1: The pod.
0: Yes. And remember, you are beautiful, black, brilliant, and blessed. It's your girl Lena.
1: And your girl Just Ish. Stay tuned. Bye.